You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, the 6th of February, 2014. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And we have the show. We don't have a guest today, but there's a hell of a lot that's been happening in the news. we got a lot to talk and analyze and laugh about. And uh, it's probably a good time to remind you at least once, probably twice, that two weeks from now, on the 20th, we're going to have marketing and advertising legend Terry O'Reilly here on Webcology. We're going to have him in for the full hour. We won't be joking and laughing about the news then. But until then, Dave, how you doing? I am doing fantastic. How are you? I am excellent. Um, you know, we have a whole bunch of stories in front of us. This totally goes with you asked how I am. Uh, we have a whole bunch of stories in front of us. But i got to tell you. The big story for a significant part of the tech, the search, the internet, the whatever community is exactly how I am. Under the weather. Like, seriously, you have you, you folks out there on the West Coast, all you got to do is deal with, like, droughts and tsunamis and earthquakes and stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> we got snow. <laughs> we got the real stuff. Um yeah, man, I got I got to tell you, it's been a month of challenge. The business is going great. I'm totally, totally pleased with their business. The bank account, looking fine. But this has been probably the, one of the most challenging months of my life. Started with a nice storm that, like, you know, destroyed my back office and um, took out a bunch of trees in my backyard and, you know, terrified me for three days. It's been, like, uh, two polar vortexes. And easily 40 metric tons of snow. And this has happened in from an area like from uh, Washington, D.C., all the way to northern Quebec, all the way over to like, uh, I don't know, somewhere, somewhere way past the Dakotas. The whole <laughs> northeastern part of North America sucks right now. Sucks. It sucks. That's, that's how I am. How, how, how are you doing? 
Um, you know what? It's, uh, you know, on, on the same tangent, and I guess we got a lot of news, so I won't go off on it too but if, if I look at my weather forecast right now, it is, uh, it can't be this cold, but I'm believing it. Um, it's reporting me at minus, uh, minus 17. <laughs> oh, no way. Are you kidding me? Honestly, it's in Victoria, B.C. It is minus you know, I, 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 It's got to be measuring it at the airport or something like that for our, for our friends uh, south of the border. That's about one degree. Um, and it is uh, yeah, it is bleeding cold out there. I, I will give for it that. I, if I'd guessed, anywhere. I would have put it at like minus eight, though. But that's uh, it's bleeding Dude, for cold. People, for people listening anywhere, this never happens. Like It almost never goes below freezing on Vancouver Island. That's why I lived there for so many years. I My heart goes out to you guys. Like, you're not prepared for this. Um, mm. Wow. No, on the plus side, um, it's just a it's just a snap. I just looked. Actually, that was the overnight. Yeah, it's, it's only about minus six right now here. But <laughs> on, on the plus um, side, fortunately, we don't have snow because we couldn't deal with that because we don't even have plows because it doesn't snow here. <laughs> um, and it's gonna it's gonna be you know going up to to plus ten there in a, in a few days. Yeah. Sadly, that's when the precipitation starts. I would have kind of liked some snow if for nothing else than the kids. But you know, there we are. You can have some of mine, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> on the on my driveway, the snow is so high that I honestly can't lift my shovel high enough to put new snow on top of it. It's so wow. it looks, really it's a, it's about it's about six and a half feet tall, and I'm I only stand five and a half feet tall. So you know, <laughs> wow. Okay, enough about the weather. I and mean, you know what? Me and about a hundred million other people in the in the northeast of North America are dealing with this. So that's the biggest news, I think, in the tech world, just for, for sheer number of people it affects. <laughs> but let's talk about something silly. I mean, seriously, we have, we have about 10, minute, 10, 15 minutes where we got to go to our first break. Um, this is, it's always good to warm up on Yahoo. I knew that's where you were going as soon as well, you said silly. Do? It's juicy. <laughs> I mean, it's juicy. It's Yahoo, and Yahoo wants back. Yahoo wants back in the search game. Um, yeah. What do you think? Should we, should we let them in or what? <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, for uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what to compare Yahoo to. I'd like to compare it to a celebrity, but I can't think of any celebrity who's uh, been milk toast enough to be, you know, compared to Yahoo. Um, Maybe it's like a baseball or a hockey. No, I can't even think of any hockey or baseball team that's been milk toast enough to be comparable to Yahoo. Um, what's about the wimpiest thing you could think of? <laughs> <laughs> no, that about that. I, I, I think you did well. Um, you know, maybe uh, weed a bix after sitting in uh, in your milk for a few hours. <laughs> Okay, soggy Weetabix. With all apologies to whoever the heck makes Weetabix, because, like, you know, that's a hell of a name. I mean, it is a good name. I've got to tell you, Weetabix is a great name. But, it is. But after sitting in milk for an hour or two hours, or like Yahoo, for several years, um, it gets <laughs> soggy and gross and mm-hmm. kind of cardboardy, right? Yep. Um, so the rumor is that Marissa Mayer is uh, behind two major secret projects, secret, secret projects, one called Fastbreak, the other called Curveball, another to get Yahoo back into the organic and paid search game, uh, free of Bing and free of Microsoft and all that sort of stuff. Now, 
they just renewed a contract with Microsoft, and, and, and incidentally, Yahoo is making money. Yahoo is showing positive revenues, mostly because of their deal with, with Microsoft. So, Dave, I've got, I, I, I've, got to, I've got to put the question to you. WTF? Why? I know. I, I, I know. It's, to me, um, I, I'm thinking this is one of those cases where people are putting, uh, you know, and, and all respect to, to Marissa, she did some great things when she went on board with Yahoo, but I think it's a case of ego getting ahead of logic. Um, and it's when you've got something and it's making money, and when you didn't have that thing and you were losing money, why would you go back to not having that thing? That thing in this case being the deal with Microsoft. It is working out. Um, I, I think she's, she's got a bee in her bonnet, because we all know her origins over at uh, Google, a bee in her bonnet to build a good search engine, right? Like, if, if I'm guessing, I'm guessing that's what's going on here in this, like, we need to do that and, hey, we could be making more. Um, and, and I mean, I I think there's just so many chances for this to go so wrong <laughs> um, for them. You and I have heard it. It's really hard to build a search engine, right? I mean, she she's she's got a deal that's working well right now. I, I think she just wants to be the CEO that did this great thing and made them a real search engine again. Um, I, I personally don't see that happening. I think they were totally on the right track. Um, in in what they were doing, you know, Yahoo Mail notwithstanding, because that was a disaster and a half. But um, you know, I I think this is a ego overshadowing logic, and I, I just I, I don't like to see it. I, on the plus side, to you and I, and the people who who produce um, radio, uh, the people who produce content on the web um, related to SEO and search engines, I think this is great. I mean, this is going to give us fodder. <laughs> for the next Possibly. two, two, three years at least, um, you know, especially when this new search launches. I mean, uh, come on, we're going to have some fun with that because I'm not anticipating something that surpasses uh, even Bing results at this point um, when they when they go live. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it from that context. You know, I mean, I, I get I wish them luck, but I just don't see it. Uh, I just don't see it working out. Well, um, that's just a guess. A couple of things worth keeping in mind while watching this story. The current deal that Bing and Yahoo um, have going together expires at the end of March. So, you know, uh, whatever Yahoo chooses to do moving into negotiating that deal or, or post, or, you know, after negotiating that deal, it's a real good indicator of where they're going to go. Um, according to an article written by uh, Jennifer Slegg, published uh, two days ago in Search Engine Watch, Yahoo is currently receiving 31% of its revenues from its search deal with Microsoft. Now, oh, let's, just, let's round up to a third. That's one third of the revenues are being... Let's remember what it was like to be a Yahoo shareholder in the Carol Bartz days and, you know, the, the, the Carol Bartz and pre-Carol Bartz days. You know, when, uh, when, when Bartz was CEO and Jerry Yang was CEO and, you mm-hmm. know, the, the whole... the value was falling out from underneath you if you were a Yahoo shareholder. And now, you know, the shareholders are looking at a deal or at a, at a situation where about a third of Yahoo's current revenues, you know, might be threatened. Yeah. So I agree with you from a from an SEO from an SEO's perspective, from somebody who who covers the 
who who covers the industry, I, I'd love to see Yahoo, you know, break out. I, I want to see them succeed. I mean, I appreciate that they're going to give us <laughs> a lot of joke fodder. Yahoo's always been giving that way, but um, <laughs> I I want to see more competition in the search space. I think you know, I think any of us would want to see more competition in the search space. That was my big problem with the deal. Like going back back into Jerry Yang's days when they were talking about doing a deal with Microsoft, my problem wasn't that it was a bad deal. I thought it was the right thing for Yahoo to do. My problem was it removed a competitor from the space. It made it a two-horse race rather right. than a three-horse race. More competition keeps everyone on their toes, right? Yep. Um, so they're coming back. We'll see what happens. I... Uh, I, I'm not a Marissa Mayer fanboy, but I do have a great deal of respect for, for her as a technologist and um, as a business person. So if anyone can do it, I bet you she can. But it's a perilous path to walk when you're wearing like four-inch heat. Well, when you're, you know what? It's a perilous path to walk if you're wearing combat boots. <laughs> I was going to make a four-inch heel joke, but I don't want to say it's a perilous path to walk for a woman. I, did, I didn't want to make didn't want to go that way. I just wanted to say that she no, wears I shoes hear you. with these big heels for- It'd probably be worse for me to try and wear four-inch heels. So, you know, <laughs> I'd go either way. That, though. I would pay to watch that. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, there's a new exec over at uh, Microsoft. Yes, Just there is. Half a moment here to pull up that information. It actually might take me more than a half sec, so you better add lib. <laughs> oh, no. And you know what? I was trying to pull it up as fast as you were, and I had my numbers locked key on, and my keyboard's kind of weird. So. Satya Nadella. Yeah, I, I knew I couldn't just Satya spew Nadella? that name out. He's from Search. Satya came from Search. He's He was the guy who was in charge of Microsoft Live. Now, he didn't make Microsoft Live. Somebody else made Live. He inherited it and set it up to turn into Bing. That was Satya Nadella. He's the fellow who is the new CEO of Microsoft, the successor to Steve Ballmer. So people in the search marketing industry, people who are SEOs, and you know, people who are webmasters, rejoice. Another neat thing about uh, Satya Nadella, he's, uh, he's my age. He was born a year ahead of me. Now, that might, for some listeners, that might mean he's really old. But it does, <laughs> it means he's actually... He's, <laughs> It actually means he's relatively young. He, I think it's a per- I'm, I'm, I'm in, in defense of people my age, we grew up in the old way before the internet, but the internet has always been part of our adult lives. So we have those, you know, childhood memories of how things used to be done. Uh, you know, everything had to be done in triplicate. So you could have copy here, a copy here, and a copy here. You had to know the Dewey Decimal System. You had to know so many different ways to organize information in the world rather than have it organized for you algorithmically or, or by a computer. Um, but myself and I would suggest Satya Nadella's entire adult life has been run by computers, mm-hmm. has been run by the Internet. So um, he's a generation younger than Mr. Balmer, a generation younger than, uh, than their, their uber boss, Bill Gates. <laughs> um, and uh, I got a really good feeling about him. Yeah, so do I. No, I know. I well, I read this. Uh, I think it was yesterday when I when this came across my uh, 
my radar stuff, which I guess put it a, a day after it happened. Um, and yeah, no, I was I was happy for them, which is funny because we were just talking about a bad, well, in my opinion anyway, a, a bad CEO decision. But time will tell how that goes. Um, and I think their their choice here is just perfect um, for for helping push that company to what it needs to be. You know, it's it's like a new guard. Um, you mentioned his his ties to search and 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 that, and it's just I, I think this is a necessary step to pull them out of. Um, you know the, the the lock in on the software mentality and more on to the um, web services mentality, which I think is going to help them across you know all their platforms. Really, um, not the least of which is is the most competitive one, which would be gaming. Um, but but really give them a, a leg up and put somebody in charge who really understands the space and as you called it, basically grew up in this space. Um, and and I think uh, I'm. I'm really excited to see what he does. I'm not expecting, and I, I'm betting nor are you, I'm not expecting to hear too much from him. Um, he's he's traditionally been a pretty pretty quiet. Well, person. and I'm and that and you know that's that's kind of a good thing. Search for the most part is a very quiet industry. We stay back in the shadows, like there's off the top of your head. And this I, I, I'm not trying to shift the subject entirely, but um, we will be having to go to break soon. But off the top of your head, Dave. How many how many SEOs do you think there are in the world? <laughs> See, that's a loaded question because do we mean actual SEOs or people who call themselves SEOs because they can do blog spam? Well, right? you got to know, dude. Let's pretend this is one of the questions Google might ask you if you were going for a job or something. Calculate <laughs> the number of SEOs in the world. Well, <laughs> uh, I would say safely we're we're in the probably tens of thousands of people that I'd consider. Reputable or quasi reputable. Now, um, how many of them are household names? How many of them are, or even within the industry, are household names? Yeah, like I could count them on my hands. Might need my toes. Yeah, um, I'd put you know, I'd put folks like you and me, myself, folks like myself, at the lower end of household name. You know, maybe yeah. I'm uh, I'm known in hotels, but not in households. It's not <laughs> true, sadly. But you know that's another story. That's another set of stories altogether. I'll tell you what. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next drunken webmaster, okay. I know what to ask Jim. Okay, where were we going with that? Oh yeah, right. Search search has always been a quiet industry. We're the ghosts in the machine. You know, we're mm-hmm. the we're the we're the ones making sure that your websites are actually functioning properly. Which I think is actually more the definition of an SEO than somebody who makes your website visible these days, because your website's functioning properly and you got good text on it, you're probably going to be visible. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. He's probably going to be very quiet. He's probably going to be very, you know, reluctant to make a whole bunch of uh, pronouncements. Heaven knows, if I was competing against Google and a research in Yahoo, I'd be reluctant to make a bunch of announcements too. Um, <laughs> we shall see, but we shall also wish him luck. Yeah. No, I certainly do. I, I again, I think it's a great choice. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Um, you know, and, and I probably won't hear it from him, but we're going to know where the credit goes, if uh, well, or the blame, if it goes one way or the other. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to put him on the map, put him on a fresh start. I think it's a really good call. So, 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 so tell me, did did you enjoy your Facebook movie? <laughs> now that they're ten years old, yes, uh, ten years old. Uh, I, I did look at it, and I'd seen some other people's um, Facebook movies. In mine, I was like, eh, it's not quite, it's not what I would have picked out of it. 
right? Like if I was picking pictures or whatever, um, it didn't grasp what I would have predicted that they would have. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know, it, it's a minute, six seconds or whatever, right? You can sit and, <laughs> and look at it. It's a neat thing to do. I, I, you know, if any of our listeners don't know, yeah, you can get a movie done and uh, it'll sort of grab what it thinks is, um, you know, a, a good summary of your life on Facebook. I didn't think mine was exciting enough, so I put up a Sex Pistols video instead and called it my Facebook video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more what I think my life is like. <laughs> now I'm picturing one of those what my mom thinks my life is like. What I think. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Okay, we got to uh, we got to take a break here. Uh, it's twenty minutes past the hour here on Web College at WebmasterRadio.fm. It's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, and joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Again, you're listening to Web College on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned. We're going to be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Web College. We'll be back after this short break. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Guys, are you suffering from FD? Fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing nutraceutical and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking inside and out and all in one place moldingbox.com it's shipping made sexy you are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations willing to take calculated career risks achieving independent wealth and success then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect on demand anytime inside the internet marketing channel only on webmasterradio.fm Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. All 
See, one of the problems with us having commercial breaks, this is a live show. Like, this is, this is a tape. We, do, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't mess around with tape. We do things live. And we have these commercial breaks. And during these commercial breaks, we go off and explore the internet. And sometimes we find stuff that just makes us laugh. That just makes us howl. And you know what? This fits. It goes with marketing. I'm sharing. <laughs> it's been, what, seven years or so since Web 2.0, you know, since the interactive web started to, uh, 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 uh was introduced, you know, um, social, the, 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 uh, but as you know, it's been about 10 years since Web, Web 2.0. It's Facebook's 10th anniversary. The interactive web's been around for 10 or 11 years, and you'd think that in a decade, people would learn, Dave. You'd think. <laughs> in a decade, people would learn. You don't do stupid stuff on the web if you're a big corporation like Lay's Potato Chips, but they don't learn. They don't learn, Dave. They don't learn. I don't know why, but they don't. I know, I know why. I know why they don't. They don't learn because they want to give us fodder. It's like Yahoo. Marketing by Yahoo. Okay. <laughs> Lays decided to um, try to outsource um, suggestions for new flavors of potato chip. I guess somebody from the Lays Corporation in the United States came up to Canada and saw all the variety of potato chips we have up here. We got pickle, we got sour cream and chive, we got ketchup chips, for goodness sake. You know, we got every kind of possible, we got bubblegum flavored potato chips, I would bet. They don't in America. You know that? They they only have like three or four different varieties of potato chip in America, but you know, those very clever capitalists at the Lay's Potato Chip Company decided to take a page out of Canada's book and come out with a whole bunch of more flavors. They just weren't sure what kind of flavors Americans would like, so they did the smart thing and they asked Americans. <laughs> now, that's, that in itself isn't stupid. What is stupid is allowing people to put up on your website live time <laughs> on a bag that they were creating an app that allows them to put something on a bag that looks like your brand. That's dumb. Because people will be just like me and be really immature about it. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would. Okay, for instance, in the Lay's Do Us a Flavor contest, which um, launched on January 13th, 2014, creative flavor suggestions such as government cheese, existential crisis, Hickory smoked horse buttholes and anthrax ripple were suggested. Mm-hmm. And these aren't even the funny ones. <laughs> no, they're not even the funny ones. Ones like David Bowie's Bulge and Labyrinth flavored chips. <laughs> that, 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 that's what had me going during the commercials, or the sour cream and penny. <laughs> sour cream and pennies. You know? So, <laughs> anyway, marketers, learn from Lay's. I was about to say, don't get laid, but, you know, <laughs> that's not really the advice I'd give you. Um, learn from Lay's, though, who laid an egg on this one. If Crowdsourcing is brilliant because, let's face it, if you, if you want to ask consumers what they want, the smartest thing to do is ask consumers what they want. Um, but it ain't what you do in this case. It's the way that you do it. And Lay's, you gave me a really good laugh, but this... 
I'm sorry, I'm not interested in in um, in uh, chips that taste like poverty, government cheese, disappointment. Your mother didn't want you, or crying while eating. Although the lays live beads, that does sound good. <laughs> um, if you are going to outsource marketers, if you're going to outsource, you're going to get the the consumer to tell you their opinion. Best to keep it between you and the consumer because a few of them are going to be just like me, <laughs> and they're just going to have fun. Yeah, it's true. Um, who I mean, you know what? This is one of those funny ones. Depending on and and you know, like we we've, we've all seen these sort of cases where if they react properly, um, you know, and treat things properly, it, it could come out as like a fun little social media spin for them as long as they keep as lighthearted a an approach as most people are um you know to it but but it's interesting you know i mean they have the the arrested development uh reference to hot ham water love it yes. <laughs> um but then at the same time they're hitting and, and these are the ones um that i actually think is almost the most negative that they could have is there's one 90 percent air and like four chips right and it's yeah. like, okay all of us have been annoyed by those <laughs> like when you're like really that's all i'm getting um, and you know, yes, yeah, as long as they can do a reaction and do have people ready to do reactions, um, you know, who knows, it, it could work out, but you're right. They, they definitely didn't give this maybe quite the, quite the thought, uh, that maybe they wanted to like, keep this as an internal contest and announce the top 10, you know, funniest and top 10, but vet them for the love, <laughs> for the love of God, vet them, uh, Indeed. before you just put them out there. So. Anyway. Or you will end up with the anguished tears of the Lay's CEO, which was also a suggested flavor for Lay's chips. <laughs> that and the downward spiral and the downward spiral spiral of Justin Bieber. Again, a suggested flavor. You, I mean, some brands you just don't want to be associated with. There's one of them. Yep. <laughs> okay, what else do we got here in our feed? What else happened this week that was fun and silly and um do, 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 well, I'll, I'll jump in here. We we were on about CEOs. Uh Google's Eric Schmidt uh got uh, and he needs it. I mean the the poor man. Uh, 106 million dollars in bonuses. Million. <laughs> yep. Uh well, like, you know, Let's remember that Google did $16.9 billion in the fourth quarter of 2013. $16.9 billion. Now, just to put things in context, do you remember what a billion is? It's a lot of zeros. It's a thousand <laughs> million. So yeah. he received one-tenth of one billion, and they made $16.9 billion. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a low bonus to me. <laughs> I mean, all right like, you are a professional spin doctor sir I know, I know, I'm good. okay yeah 106 million is beyond the pale obviously like a man I'm, 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 granted he does have a family of four he's got kids <laughs> to, he's got to put those kids through school right. and, and he needs to build that school out of gold that's right <laughs> indeed <laughs> <laughs> you know, he has to transport them in, like, you know, fly Google flying cars. Bet you they have self-driving flying cars. Only for people at Google, though. Um, only for Eric's kids at Google, though. 
Uh, yeah, okay, $106 million. But again, I think the real thing here is Google brought in $16.9 billion in three months. In three months. We wonder, where is the money in the economy going? <laughs> <laughs> to Google. Remember, remember, that money, that $16.9 billion used to be divided amongst newspapers. That $16.9 billion used to be divided amongst radio stations and TV stations. That $16.9 billion used to appear in your local coffee shop in a tiny little um, photocopied piece of paper called the Coffee News or whatever the heck they call it in your local community. That doesn't exist anymore because $16.9 billion went to Google in the last three months. Yeah. So now, do I got a problem with with Google for that? Not really. They built the best mousetrap on the planet so far. And if you build a better mousetrap, the world should beat a path to your door. That's the way it works. But these numbers, they 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 cause this pain right in the middle of my forehead that spreads outwards and takes over my whole brain. Like I think it 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 amazes me, Dave. I think it amazes everybody. Um, And you know what? We we actually, we touched on this last week is it has hit a point where it's, I guess it's no longer amazing because numbers like billions in like months doesn't even really phase me anymore, right? (laughs) Because it's, you know, we've been talking like this for, uh, well, that's just the state of our industry. Um, Yeah. Do I begrudge them? No, you're right. They they built a a fantastic mousetrap. They're providing... You know, debatable depending on who you are, but value to the consumer. Um, yes. And the consumer being the advertiser in this case. You know what you're getting. You know you're getting exactly what you're getting. Right? Like that's. Now, oh, by the way, like, argue, argue against this. AdWords advertising works. It does. It simply oh, yeah. does. Um, well, that's it. Most of the people that I hear complaining about it, it's like, well, you went in with too low a budget <laughs> and you didn't, yeah. you know, this, this, and this. And wow, those titles and descriptions are horrendous. <laughs> and you did no testing in six months, really? Um, you know, and your landing page is ugly. Um, you know, or as Tim Ash would say, your baby's ugly. <laughs> if you're doing the right things, AdWords advertising works. Yeah. Um, so, again, got to give it to them. But, it, you know, I can still admire Google and say that the effect of Google is warping the economy. I still admire what Google's accomplished. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I, I think, you know, to my, like, I, I look at this dollar value and go, this is on top of your $8.6 billion, Like, you know, come on. But, um, you know, this is more than the next eight generation can spend if they all you know, get, you know, massive drug addictions out of the womb and just get all the way through to 100, right? Like, I mean, this is more money than I could fathom. Um, (laughs) I want to build a pyramid in Nevada, and I want to disassemble one of the ones from Egypt and bring it over. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because I can't, because I got a $106 million bonus. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you know, credit where it's due, um, he did lead them to huge, huge, huge profitability. Um, so I look at this and go, okay, I can't compare to, you know, necessarily the, what is the way I think the world should function and go, do I think he deserved this bonus more than, say, the banking execs uh, who got bonuses on par with this while they were bankrupting uh, a country? Um, you know, 
yeah, I, I think he's earned it. Like if we just look at you, you called it as percentage of revenue gain. Okay, the guy did his job. Exactly, <laughs> of the revenue gain. Like, it's a smidgen, and that is staggering. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, that's funny when you put it in that percentage context. I'm like, yeah, no, that is a funny way to look at it, but accurate. Um, you know, like, do I, as CEO of my company, think I should get that small a paycheck when we look at it as percentage of revenue? I don't know. Let's well, take a poll of your workers. We know they're listening. So, hey, yeah. any folks at Beanstalk, everyone put up their hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do think he should get a bonus coffee. Because you can, you can see that through your, oh, a bonus, yeah, right. Because <laughs> that's per, and who's percentage, that's what we're looking at. Who's got the best to bring it to him? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Dear Dave, here's your coffee. Please don't hit me now, like you did before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know what I've been doing all week? I've been editing all week long, and this is such a treat not to have to read. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, to the audience, I apologize. It's my staff's fault. <laughs> 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 um, so well, you know what? Well, while we're on about Google, I, I'm going to segue us over here. Um, they turned or uh, Facebook turned ten. Yeah, you know the story I'm going to. Facebook turned ten. So happy birthday to Facebook! You know that's that's quite an accomplishment. Um, and uh, and yet, despite the fact that every major event, including some less notable, um, get themselves a Google Doodle, um, they didn't. <laughs> well, cutbacks, eh? I mean, they only made like um, $16.9 billion in the last quarter. Wait, 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 wait you want to splurge on doodles? Get rid of your graphics department first. <laughs> yeah, they got to, you know, they, 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 they were hoping to make $18 billion. They got to cut back. No, I, 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 I agree. It was notable that they didn't create a Google Doodle, but, you know, that's kind of like, um, do you remember during the Cold War? I don't remember the United States wishing Russia uh, or wishing the USSR a happy 75th birthday. <laughs> it's true. It's true they didn't. Maybe they maybe now, they should. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. I with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, for those who want to see Google could have saved a bit of change um if you go over to SE Roundtable Barry we had to mention his name at least once here. Uh, here Barry Schwartz has, uh, has done up a Google Doodle they could have used. <laughs> and, and what a doodle it is. It's actually, it's a very cool doodle. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, he actually did a pretty smart job out of that, eh? Yeah. Um, Two thumbs up for Barry on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those who go and look, you'll get what Jim's uh, little inside joke there was. And you know what? We're, now we, we can move to something that is... Uh, Maybe not so humorous, uh, especially if you're Expedia, but totally related to Google. So, hey, not a bad segue there either, Um, except that I note it, so it's not a great segue. You Um, know what? I I can think of one person who I know is listening right now who thinks this next story is hilarious. I'll tell you why during break. Right. Expedia, you know, it's it's unconfirmed, but um, search metrics, you know, keeps track of, of you know traffic and where it's going. Um, looks like Expedia may have been hit with a unnatural links warning a couple weeks ago, um, and they're still not back. Now well, we we remember the the rap genius one. Um, it was back to, after ten days. Expedia two weeks later still isn't. Um, 
I've got to ask you, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, this is a major, major brand. I, for one, expect them to be in the search results. Um, when I go, it's probably one of the first times I've seen a major brand like this that I would expect to see showing up in search uh, get hit like this for, for this long. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna have to limit my comments because we're, we're coming up on we're coming up top on time for a break, and I have some insider knowledge, so I want to be really <laughs> careful with what I say here. Um, webmasters and SEOs. Again, I'm trying to choose my words very carefully. Webmasters and SEOs, I urge you to pay very strict attention when Google's trying to communicate with you because they don't try to communicate with you for their own health. They probably try to communicate with you for your health. Um, if you see a whole series of unnatural link warnings or maybe a series of crawl errors um, that just <laughs> won't go away, maybe you ought to do something about it. I mean, I'm not telling you all how to do your well, Actually, I am telling you all how to do your jobs, aren't I? That's my job. Right. <laughs> so if you see these warnings come up, Again, it's not because Google likes the color red. It's really not because of that. Actually, <laughs> the honest truth is I have no idea what these warnings look like because I don't get them because I do my job. Um, you can. I, I think you're, you're spot on. Um, in, in, I mean... Check your webmaster tools. We just have a routine here while we're doing our monthly reports. Feel free. Look at them during the month. Look at them while you're doing your work. But at the very least, you need to be in there at least once a month. Um, Let me ask you, know, you Dave, checking out. Yeah. How much tolerance do you have for um, repeated warnings coming up in webmaster tools in your shop? How much, how much, how much tolerance do you got for that? Zero. You have one and you act. Yeah. <laughs> and if it comes up again, somebody made a mistake. Right. Um, you know, I mean, I have gotten, and I, I, I'm sure we all have, you know, you, you've probably been brought in for penalty clearing. You know, somebody calls you, they've got a penalty. Okay, now sure. how do you get them? I think we've all been in that spot where you, you submit the reconsideration and it doesn't get approved for whatever reason. I mean, I, I have, you you know, you refine your strategies and stuff. You reword things a little different and stuff. But um, so from that context, a, a repeated one, yeah, I kind of kind of have a tolerance, like a one morning, like oh you didn't quite do it right or you missed something because you pulled the wrong date or whatever, um, you know. And those are, even those are fewer far between. But yeah, seeing this is is just ridiculous. If you've got a, a stockpile, and I mean I, I'm going to men, I won't list off who they are, but uh, I, I have been pulled into ones where yeah they had they had 17, and it's just like at the first one did you not clue in that there's something to do? And these were across the board different kinds of penalties and warnings, and I'm like. How do they stockpile? Like, when you get one, you fix it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, you know what? We're going to, we're, we're really cutting it close here. We've got to take a break here on Webcology and WebmasterRadio.fm. So, on behalf of Dave Davies from BSLark SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You are listening to Webcology and WebmasterRadio.fm. It's quarter to the hour. We'll be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! 
How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here at webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Edger from Digital Ways Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, and via Facebook, I've just been notified that next time I book my tickets, I'm going to uh, be routed through, uh, I don't know, Albany or something. <laughs> Dave? Uh-oh. Let's try this again. Hey, Dave. Hey, Jim. Excellent. Okay, so we are on the air after all, and it was just a dead headphone. <sighs> One of those days. Okay, so where are we going next? We only got about 10 minutes before end of show. Um, here's one that's actually I think is really important. I, I want to jump on really quickly. If you're involved in local search, as I should hope the vast majority of you are, you may be getting a list, a notice from Google. This was uh, published today in Search Engine Land by Barry Schwartz, so we, we would have gotten his name in anyway, regardless of the Google Doodle. Um, Google is asking some webmasters, not saying exactly whom or why, to re-verify their Google Places listings. If you get a mail, if you get an email that looks like it's coming from uh, from Google asking you to. Um, that reads, action required, you have three weeks to save your Google Places listing, it's not a scam. I mean, check the URL, verify, be really careful. But in this case, pay attention to it. it don't just automatically throw it away. It actually may well have come from Google. Did you, uh, did you see the story, Dave? I saw the story. I, I don't know of any of our clients that uh, have received those notices. 
Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it makes sense. You know, you gotta you gotta clean up every now and then, right? Like, <laughs> well, let's also look at kind of what really happened. <laughs> um, Google screwed up. Google really, really, really messed up the migration of local search data from Google Places into the Google Plus system. Um, it wasn't a smooth transition. Information was lost and misplaced. Um, I've I've done one I've done one cleanup job since then from somebody whose information got somehow messed up by Google in the transition from Google Places or when Google Places was integrated into Google Plus. Um, why this screw up happened, I have no idea. I, I couldn't tell you. But I know of <laughs> at least one instance that it actually did happen, and I'm pretty sure this relates to that. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, and you know what? I, I guess it all makes sense, right? Like, these are, these are big systems. <laughs> these are really yeah. big systems. Um, and when you try, you know, we've, we've, all, we've all been there. You try and... Heck, I, I've hit weird glitches when I just try and combine two Excel spreadsheets together in a database. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I, I won't blame them for the, for the little glitches. I think it's good that they're being proactive and getting this done. But I think it's a great note for you to put out because there was a lot of uh, questions and forms and stuff on, on Google's forms about, is this real? You know, I, I think I loved to see that uh, that level of, of concern um, and, and sort of requiring validation because, heck, we've talked about this umpteen times on our show, This you know, the, the phishing scams and stuff. So of this, it, it almost just reinforced my faith that people are paying attention to what's going on around them and going, just because I got an email mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's real. And, you know, a great one. Phishing scam? Get your Google login? That's a pretty powerful, uh, <laughs> can be a pretty powerful tool. <laughs> um, and I think worth noting that with this out there and with this verification they're real, I'll bet there are going to be phishing scams. So I think your note of checking the domain um, is is absolutely justified because you just know there's going to be some nefarious people going, ah, well, now they verified they're real. Let's send these things out. Well, well, straight up to listeners, no matter what Dave or I tell you or anybody on Webmaster Radio or anybody here on any radio station or anybody you read in any blog, anywhere, when it comes to your personal ID, you check that dope, you check the link before clicking it. <laughs> like, yeah. don't screw around with that piece of advice. Take a, take five minutes. It'll save you. It'll save you five months. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and perhaps a lot of money. Yeah. Um, now before uh, I, I know we're uh, five minutes. Yeah. You know, before we yeah we were down to our last five. I think a story worth uh, worth covering. It was covered by uh, Jennifer Slag over at Search Engine Watch. Um, is Google starting to penalize sites for rich snippet spam? Love yes. it. <laughs> about bring bloody us, time us, I, this is a great story um, yeah essentially I mean we, we've all or, or at least people who are you know watching a bunch of sites and actually exploring why things are happening um, are probably well acquainted with the misuse of rich snippets for those who don't know it basically rich snippets just give you an opportunity to add additional elements onto your page to find for Google what these elements are and are responsible for things like showing those little stars by search results to show how much a, a product has been reviewed Attracting clicks, attracting eyeballs. Um, obvious for for very obvious reasons, um, they were misused 
pretty much out of the gate. I think it may have taken people three hours to figure out how to misuse them um, and start showing reviews where there were no, you know, there was no actual substance behind reviews. So stars are showing up, but no link on the page or whatever to, okay, but where? <laughs> like, where are these reviews coming from um, or, or whatnot? So just, just complete BS. Um, well, Google is now stepping in um, and going, we're really only going to be using snippets on sites we trust. Like, we're only going to be sort of factoring those in. Um, and we're going to penalize sites that are misusing them, and they're sending out warnings um, to them, going, you know, basically this page is, is, is breaking our guidelines for rich snippet use, one of which is showing um, snippet information on a page where there's no content to accompany it because it's meant to define what content is. This is a product weight. This is a, you know, what this is the review score that it gets. It's meant to actually define for Google what pieces of, of content on a page are. Um, and people were using them without displaying it on the page at all and getting themselves stars and this and that. Um, you know, I think, I mean, I've been watching the misuse. Heck, I've had to answer for clients, and this is what always frustrates me about these ones, or like when bad link schemes are working well. Um, and having to answer clients, yeah, but why can't I? Right? You've answered those questions. I've answered those. Oh, Everybody on the radio who works for, for other people has had to answer those. Yeah, but it works, so why can't I? This this is why. <laughs> this is why I said no. The truth <laughs> is, you can. But you'd be really dumb if you did. But you can. You absolutely can. Anybody can. But you're the, sure. they're going to catch you, and they're going to hurt you for it. Right. Well, exactly. In those cases, like, you can. I'm not going to. <laughs> you can, though, and you can, you, know, you can call me when you get the, the, the warnings, and, and we'll sort that out then. Now, here's the uh, thing that I'm not so, I'm, I don't quite understand. Mm -hmm. When Matt Cutt says more reputable websites will get rich snippets, while less reputable ones will see theirs removed, by less reputable, does he mean folks we know are spamming, or does he mean folks who aren't like, you know, the New York Times? What does he mean by that? Well, that's a great question. I think we're, we're going to have to sort of wait and see. I have a feeling out of the gate, like my, my knee-jerk reaction to this is um, they're going to reward big, trustable sites. Um, you know, they're going to let Amazon do it and then strip it off, um, you know, smaller sites that might actually be basing their um, review scores and stuff off Amazon listings or off their own <coughs> websites but, but or whatnot. I, 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 Mon Pa didn't do anything wrong. But because they're not Amazon, they might see hard work that, 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 that they committed to be removed. Well, indeed. Indeed. Um, I, I think they may. Um, of course, it's pretty early in this to, to tell for sure. If I was Google, understanding that Google doesn't care about a mom and pop. At the end of the day, they don't actually care about Amazon from an organic perspective either. Um, if I was Google, though, knowing how big the problem is, and it's a big problem. Like, I see it all over the place. I'm sure you do, too, oh, misuse sure. of, of snippets. Um, I, would, I would probably go the route of going, okay, let's go with, uh, this is a Yahoo trademark, but let's go with trust rank, right? Like, how many jumps are you? And, and we'll filter this down through trust rank, and then maybe loosening it up as we go. Let's just punish everybody, see who sticks with it. The people that stick with it actually find this to be a useful element on their page. Okay, we'll slowly start adding it back in. Um, you know, people who are proving that they're trustable, people who, you know, have high stick times on their site, low bounce rates, good click-through rate. You know, start to take those other user elements into it and go, okay, well, then this must be true. But I, I could see them very 
easily going an extreme to we're keeping it just to our friends, right? Like just to this group we know, and then we'll expand out from there over time once we start to to figure out what does and doesn't work. And we've seen them do stuff like that in links and on site and um, all that stuff, right? Where they just backhand everybody all at once and then start to lighten things up a little bit once they once they've sort of weeded out. Um, the lower level stuff go, okay, you know, whatever this, these kinds of, you know, blogs are okay. But at first we're just going to wipe all of them out, lower all their value. And then we'll start to filter in which ones people still go after from like, a, okay, this must be real content provided by a real journalist who's, who's ad- adding a real link. Okay. These ones still count. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have to watch for that one, and uh, we'll have to watch that story over time, and we can't talk about what we're going to be reached time. It's uh, five minutes to the hour. We have a new segment coming up soon, so uh, I think we only have enough time to remind people that on the 20th, two weeks from today, we have, I don't know about you, Dave, but I, I consider this guy a personal hero, Terry O'Reilly, uh, advertising and marketing legend, Terry O'Reilly. Here on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. But that's two weeks from now. Until then, on behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO, Dave at BeanstalkSEO.com. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Jim at DigitalAlwaysMedia.com. You've listened to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 6th of February, 2014. We've got the news coming up and great content coming up on the network. Stay tuned. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.